Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's open a portal. Fuck it. This is what we do. It's getting wider. Shit. It's the Very A podcast. Sean and Cass. Back in that high life again. Yeah, man. How are you feeling, Cass? Uh, floaty. Yeah? Floaty. It's been a, a floaty week, to say the least. Yeah. And it uh, feels like a twist of fate that we're here. Does that even make sense? I don't even know if that makes sense. A simple twist of fate? What does that even mean? Hmm. Not what I don't know. I don't think I, it really I, means like, what it's It's such one of those terms you hear all the time. You don't think about what it actually means. Sometimes I just want to say things because they sound good, but they don't really apply. Who cares? Um, I, hold, so, I live my whole life like that. So in a simple twist of fate, we're here <laughs> recording a podcast. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, yeah, no, I feel great. I feel like we knew for a while that we were going to be celebrating the epic holiday of 111 this week. Yeah. And it did not disappoint. Portal Day. Portal Day did not disappoint. No, no. Portal did not uh just kept expanding honestly it still is i might be in the portal still mm. so reports from the portal <laughs> very um healing and revealing right mhm when you're being intentional well well 111 is a is a holiday that we're making up for the church of chill portal day portal day yeah yeah i think we'll add more i think there should be other portal it's like it's crazy that we would wait a year to do this again no it it's um i think we are trying to establish our own religion because none of the other ones work for us. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. we understand the importance of like uh, spiritual practice and intention and community. And that's kind of like all these things that um, church or temple or synagogue or mosque or whatever label you use mm. um, brings together, brings people together, brings you to the moment of of being like okay like this let me have um a moment of divine connection Mm. and we don't really fit in so we got to make our own but we got to also decorate our own with our own holidays hell yeah and And lots of like beautiful pop music and everything we love yeah no so 111 is my favorite holiday officially yeah yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those things like going into it i mean it's 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 a holiday about burning your fears in the most literal sense i think that that's the ritual of that holiday you write your fears and hopefully you're with a group of people you could do this on your own it's probably even crazier on your own you write your fears put it to the side drop some motherfucking acid ride it out you may be thinking about those fears you may be working through them you you may have put them to the side but at the end of the trip into the evening um, you go out and you burn those fuckers. Yeah, it feels, I feel like the smoke and just seeing it kind of disintegrate, like really is a powerful practice. Mm-hmm. And like, I went down to, we, I wrote my fears kind of later in the day on one eleven, And I was like, I first sat down, I was like, I don't even think I have any fears. Like I'm good. And oh. then I started <sighs> writing them and they started like pouring out. Mm-hmm. And I, and so it brought like the unconscious um, to the light, you know, yeah. these, these fears that I don't even think about. I don't think I think about 
I was like, all of a sudden, like, I'm scared of getting sick, aging, not working, you know, like, just that you start opening that portal and it can be a little intense, honestly, Yeah. to like write it out and look at this stuff and uh, in some ways overwhelming, but that's why you kind of have to close the portal by, by burning those, burning those fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, it, it felt like it was going to be, um, like it is celebratory because it's like, we're getting together and we're acknowledging our fears and, um, even, even what you're saying, saying oh we're sitting down to write them and you're like i don't have fears yeah you do that's a fear of vulnerability right there you don't want to be vulnerable (laughs) right (laughs) like even with yourself because it's not like we're sharing them with anybody yeah but um i feel like by uh like like the last two years it was just like we were just like laughing and having fun and just like look how funny this was or whatever i feel like this year maybe because so many people were participating with us like around the country and around the world it just felt like it had more weight and it really did feel like we entered the fear portal and had to actually do work there. Oh yeah. It didn't feel like, Oh, nice little joke of like, Oh, like let's take a moment, write Our fears laugh. I mean, usually one eleven is like ecstatic laughter and yeah. this one eleven did not disappoint. Like we definitely were in the moment and having a good, funny fucking time. Yeah. We had some laughs, but yeah, even leading up to, you know, our friends coming over, just like you can, you start to feel it and you're like, holy shit like this is not a joke yeah yeah you know us reflecting off of each other having uh, thinking about having little simple fears come up oh our friends aren't going to get in here in time and it's not going to be what we thought it was and and stuff just kind of accumulates and there's gonna be too many people here people might not get along um fucking i don't know somebody might not even want to trip and that's going to kind of be weird to have that or like just all these like control freak type of shit yeah you know like that, that's it, it's like doubling down on your personality in those moments because your personality is built from fear to begin with and then we start using our personality to fucking defend those fears i think that's a really good point like how integral fear is in the ego structure and mm-hmm. where you find your place and how you operate your ego is usually like okay no being too like that is too far and i'm scared that people won't like me so i'm gonna stay like this or mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah, it's it's uh it's, it definitely seems to be uh look if if you scratch deep enough with most people, there's a sense of unworthiness somewhere in there. Right. And that I feel like that uh it drives a lot of our actions and and we don't know about that. Like we we might not be able to even feel how much that's driving our actions because our personalities are so strong and we're so used to them and they provide a level of comfort for us in this mm-hmm. world. It it provides uh cover for our our sense of separation which is all a fucking illusion so when when you get together with a group of people and you're like okay let's get super vulnerable together let's all write this stuff and then we're going to take a sacrament that starts to dissolve the personality self and we're going to actually just kind of merge into one we we saw a lot what would what was coming up as we were all getting sucked into that portal Mm. yeah it feels it feels powerful to state the least to collaborate with the fear realm you know and mm-hmm. acknowledge it and then also like do this work together and I don't know what was going on exactly in the stars this week but I mean even culturally society societally globally like we are in the a middle of a lot of dense energy yeah um, and fear energy mm-hmm. um, that you don't just because you burn your fears get to sidestep out of 
No. <laughs> that's what I thought. No. I was like, yo, I burned my fears. What the fuck is this? Why am I still scared? Well, but, but that's the whole thing. Fear is natural. <laughs> and creating an aversion to it is just going to fucking perpetuate it, don't you think? Yeah. And so, so like, it was cute. We were having, like, uh, I think I think Daniel said, uh, no fears this year. And I was like, cool, yeah, that's a cool saying. And we were saying it all night. But, like, the more I've sat with that, I'm like, no, nah, I don't know. Fear is like you know driving a lot of it. Fear is probably what made me make movies or get on a podcast or whatever. Like like there's there's things you can work with it, you yeah. can sit with it. The idea of um of of saying oh no we're gonna select delete fear out of this year. I'm like I don't know that sounds kind of boring. I I I use my fear as uh kind of like a spiritual talisman, like to see how I'm doing. Like, like checking in, like, oh man, you're fucking scared shitless right now, man. You're fucking getting spun out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely spun out going into the uh, 111 portal and and coming out of it. But I'm less spun out coming out of it because I'm more, I, I don't know. I just feel like more has been revealed. More has been revealed about who I am, how I want to operate, how I want to operate within groups, within relationships, with you, with myself. You know, so 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 working in the shadow realm, dealing with fears, it starts to. Um, I I feel like if you're not afraid to do that kind of work, it it starts to get super advanced. That's what it feels like. Mm. Yeah, it, like you can advance yourself. You can pop up dimensions. And there's fears up there too. I mean, you gotta deal with them uh, on every level. You gotta <laughs> deal with them on every level, but they're different. They're, you know, when when you pop up a dimension and you really are integrating work you've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different, different, whole different set of fears. So, how are you feeling now? Me, I feel like my my, f- like I, I feel like I was bearing witness to a lot of um, external energies that I really couldn't control on that day. And, um, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of like mini vortexes opening up within the portal of like, Hey, let me pull you into my vortex. Let me pull you into like, I need acknowledgement that my fear is real and justified. So sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, cause but you just did bearing, that to me too. Oh, we did that I, to that's, each that's other. all we ever do. That's all we ever fucking do. That's what people are trying to do, you know? And it's, it's okay. But looking at it from, uh, like kind of like a, a different perch than usual and, and being like okay well that's that's their stuff this is mine i want to hold space and love i really do i really want to hold space and love and uh yeah i mean the fears just get way worse when you when you give in to them and when you're scrambling to do something about them it's just like I don't know. To me, it's like the work I want to do isn't that. It isn't like, let's roll up our sleeves and fucking fight it out with our fears. It's like, no, it's an energy. It's an energy moving through. Sit back and bear witness and try to learn something about yourself through that. That's what I was doing. Yeah. That's what I was doing. I was being very conscious about, especially with the amount of people here and the way the energies were mixing, not getting pulled into any new narratives. Which would have been rooted in fear to begin with. No, totally. You're like a big reminder of me for that because like I am someone who wants to like look under the hood and be like, all right, I can fix this or whatever. I know. And you were kind of reflecting back to me the next day that um, my instinct 
to want to fix things is rooted in my ego of thinking that I know what's best. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, you're right. Like, I don't, you know, it, like I, I see that and I feel that and I'm integrating that, you know? Oh yeah. You're doing great. You're doing great. But no, it's, it's, it's all good. It's one of those things that you're just like, all right, fear brings is, is natural. Mm -hmm. It happens. It brings up to the surface, but like, are you going to let it steer the wheel? And I think that's the most fun practice around fear is like acknowledging that it's there, looking at it, being with it, and then not letting it control narratives or like mm -hmm. control how you behave yeah. or behaving in, 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 in accordance with your highest self. Yeah. In in relation to that fear. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm scared of this thing, but am I going to use that to then push people away or am I going to get closer with people or what, what, like, are you, as Bill uh, Hicks says, you know, you have two, two choices, fear or love, you know? Yeah. It really is that simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're making 111 sound a little dense, but I think it just, should be. Yeah, given the nature of this year too, it's it's like it would be kind of weird if it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it it feels like a holiday that is like based around death. Yeah. And and fear and uh, resurrection, and all that stuff. The stuff we love about some other religions, we'll steal those little bits. I love when it. I love where it falls. Like 111, like we just had a holiday season mm -hmm. and then it's like, you think like, oh, January 1st, like that's my chance to like start fresh. And, and then I don't think it's like no fear this year, but it's kind of like you have to remind yourself that, yeah, you have a fresh start, but there's still work to do. Mm -hmm. And that's what 111 is like. Okay. This is one day of work, yeah. you know, but, but why do you have a fresh start? What the fuck about some calendar that we made up ticking over to another thing is like, Yes, here's my chance. Like, I don't know. I'm, every day's your chance. Every moment's your fucking chance. You well, that, that's what I would argue. I'm yeah. like, it's just one more symbolic fresh start. Mm -hmm. And the beginning of a month is a fresh start. You know, mm -hmm. the, every morning's a fresh start. The beginning of a week. The beginning of a week. Like, you kind of just try to ingrain as many fresh starts in your life as possible. At least yeah. I do. Yeah. You know? I think that's a fucking good call. I think that's a really good practice. I also feel that 111 now has its first official demon god oh my god that was so fucking fun like the whole be the whole beginning of the day was so fucking funny everyone got over here and like we said some prayers and daniel wrote out a beautiful prayer and like we were all able to kind of get on the same page and took the acid and then you pulled out this clay we have like all these different colors mm -hmm. and everyone was kind of playing with it and we we're like let's do a collaborative one we do this with drawing sometimes it's really fun if anyone's listening and you have like a group of friends that hangs out all the time it's a fun thing to do like you fold a piece of paper and everyone draws one part and you can't really tell what the next person's going to draw but we were doing it with clay mm -hmm. so like you started off you made this uh, i don't even remember it looked like a snail shell. Yeah, you made like a little snail shell, and then you, and then you passed it over, and and Daniel added something, and you pass it over, and Crystal added. Crystal this added thing. a little yeah, Joey, thing. Yeah, it was it was really funny. And Joey added something. I added something. Mare added something. Daniel, and then we just like kept going around, and we made this thing. It was just like scary it, looking. It's scary looking. <laughs> but like I was imbuing it with my fears. I was I was like honestly like rolling the clay, like thinking about stuff, thinking about the stuff that triggers me and everything and just be like it's in this piece of clay right now. Yeah. Now it's this fucking demon's tail and we're going to burn this motherfucker and throw him in the East River later. <laughs> and we worked with him all day. It's so funny. Uh, the the funniest thing happened I didn't even think of this till just now. It's like 
this motherfucker was sitting here all day. This little f- demon fear god of our world. He kind of reminded me of uh, the Boognish from Ween. Mm-hmm. And like we're all like, we're like, yeah, we're gonna burn him. He's gonna be part of our thing. We're gonna put him in that fireball at the end of the day. And then we started getting little attachments to him. Yeah. As we do. Uh, As we do. No, he's cute. Like, oh, come on, we can't ruin him. We gotta save him. We might need that later. <laughs> we might want to reference that. <laughs> I took a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a cutie. He was definitely a cutie. But um, that was so fucking fun and and funny. And like Joey put like, like it was like this like fucked up looking, like you couldn't, it didn't look like any animal or anything. It just like literally looked like a demon that six people birthed together. And then Joey put like a flesh colored life like penis on there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we're burning this fucking thing. <laughs> like, you know, once, once that thing went on there, I was like, let's just, fucking, let, let's burn this fucking thing. <laughs> Well, I think it it was just so fun because we didn't go into it thinking that we were building some demon god. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just one of those things that there's like this whole realm that you can be creative with the gods in your life. And like, yeah, you can take a shit ton of acid or yeah, you can go to church and like your gods can appear to you or, you know, be sh- passed down generations from people who did like a lot of work like Krishna, uh... Hanuman, there's like endless Kalima, like there's endless cool gods and I know barely any of them and I'm like, I want to worship them all. Yeah. But like, it's kind of like colors. It's, there's not, you, if you created a new paint color, you wouldn't be like, oh, we don't need that paint color. No. Well, it's, no. God forbid you make that fucking color. We already have colors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I feel about these gods. Yeah. I'm like, everyone can have personal gods. We can have group gods. We can have. Totally you know symbolic representations of mm. um different forces in the universe yeah that's all it is it's it was a symbolic representation of of the the force of fear that um i don't know some stuff we didn't want to fucking deal with anymore it's kind of a little maniacal looking you know yeah too. yeah i think a fear is like a little maniacal it it definitely is has a little bit of that energy mhm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's addictive too right i don't know yeah i guess like kind of like what i was saying before is like you think you think your fear is the most important fear and i think that's the work that you and i end up doing together a lot is you being like listen to my fear like or me being like listen to my fear yeah like, like I, I need to be heard on this yeah. yeah and i'm like okay but like i have my own set of fears mm-hmm. and I just can't make yours any more important than I make my own. Like my, my fears are important. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And usually what it is, usually what it is with us and probably most people is like, um, being, it's like a fear of being in the presence of love in that moment. And you, and you're so used to honoring this, this fear that's going on that you, it, it, you're afraid of this moment. You're afraid of bringing in the presence of love. So you cast your net out into the future and you try to drag in anything that you can that, that makes sense to you and that fuels that thing. So like usually with me, it's like Cass, you need to understand that if this thing happens in this way, I'm going to lose my mind. So <laughs> we need to protect me from that. <laughs> you know? And I could be super convincing about that. And so can you, you know, we love each other. We love each other and we want each other to feel happy and comfortable. So it's hard to make the other person uh, fucking bask in that in that realm. It's hard to leave them frying in there. 
it, mm. it's hard. I, I don't like doing that. I want to make you feel better. You want to make me feel better. So a lot of times, uh, like I'm begging you, I'm, I'm like, look, this is real. This is going to happen. And if we don't prevent this thing, I'm going to be extremely uncomfortable. I'm not going to be able to handle it. And like, meanwhile, it's like, dude, you're safe. You're fine. You're in this moment. Mm-hmm. You're surrounded by love and abundance. You're divine. This is, we forget. Yeah. We forget. We don't know who the fuck we are. No, no. We I, couldn't comprehend what we are. I know. And that's why it's so hilarious when we'll fear will take the wheel. Even your, your, I think a big fear of yours is that I don't understand what you're saying. And that I don't like that you're not. It's understand- not even heard. That's not heard. I don't care. Like you can understand it or whatever. And then I'm we end up like- in this trap where like there's like a secret key to you feeling understood. But like the words I understand or I hear you don't translate to you feeling heard. So then yeah. I just throw my hands up and I'm like, well, yeah. fuck it. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do. The, the cruel irony of it all is when we're when we're being our lowest selves like that and trying to pull each other into it. The fact of the matter is, I don't want you in there. I think I do. Right. But why the hell would I want you to lower your frequency to match something that's obviously torturous to me? That's a good question. That's a good question. (laughs) You know? Because ultimately, I don't want you there. I don't want you there. And you you live that karma all the fucking time. You're like, Sean... Be scared, be scared with me, be scared with me, be scared with me. And I'm like, stop, stop it. What are you talking about? Stop, like, rise up with me. And then I'm like, I catch it all of a sudden, like an infection. Yeah. It is. Fear is like an infection. And then you're like, okay, now now you I'm see. Like, I'm infected and I think I, the, the poison is so fucking dense. It's so fucking intense. It, it's such a flood dose that I'm worse off than you were. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> kind of the reflection I need in order to get up or the reflection mm-hmm. you need from me to, to get out of your fears to see yeah. how ugly it looks on someone else. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're like, I fucking designed this thing. And now Cass is wearing it. And oh, man, it's so unattractive. <laughs> and I've been wearing this. And she's been having to look at me like that. And it's a fucking shame, blame, embarrassment cycle starts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Like a little hamster wheel of fear. Just like <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll let you know when we grow up, I guess. Yeah, but it's not even like that. Mm. It's not like that. There is no other side to any of this stuff. Sometimes we I are wish not, there was, though. I wish there was, too. I wish there was. You know, I, I wish there was, like, I wish 111 felt like a graduation. Yeah. It didn't. <laughs> it felt like the first day. It felt like the first day of freshman year. Yo, it really did for me because like I honestly was like in a space where I was like, yo, I got this life thing. Oh, I know you think you got this fucking life thing. It's, then, it's funny. That's where I feel like our little seven-year age difference is like, oh, Cass, that's so cute. Because when I was your age, I thought I had this life thing. And then mushrooms had to come along and teach me like to be a fucking humble servant. Oh. Not that, not that I fucking even do that, but like, this is what I was trying to talk to you about the other day. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, and Ramdas says, he's like, on the path to enlightenment, what's the last exit? Righteousness. Mm-hmm. No, I know. And it's like in my stars. Like I'm fucking, yeah. I'm just going to be stubborn. How, how the fuck could you possibly know what's right for anybody? No, I, I don't obviously and it's actually a lot more fun so like it's you saying all this stuff to me at first i'm like clinging because i'm so humiliated about ways that i've tried to like think i know what's best don't go there no can i just play this out for a second 
so that's like so you have to go through the gamut of like humiliation and then on the other side of that you're like okay but like now I'm in the place where I'm not taking myself too seriously and it's actually a much more enjoyable place to be oh my god actually not thinking that I need to like be overly controlling or protective or warn people about the yeah. risks of life and <laughs> like no. it's like i can i can operate a lot more fun and i feel like Bear that's witness. that's been you you've been like the reminder of all reminders for me throughout and it's just kind of funny to know that there's still parts of me that need to shed and surrender to just like going with the flow mm-hmm. but it's so much better when you're just like flowing yeah i will say totally. as someone who, who has surfed both waves <laughs> yeah yeah totally well because what what you're showing in those moments of thinking you know what's right for someone else is um a resistance you're 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 resisting uh you're you're resisting something in yourself you don't like that you're seeing in them and i think you're um actually adding more weight to the whole situation totally and i think because you can confuse people not just you it it can be very confusing mm-hmm. when when somebody who you look up to is 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 giving you advice like they know what's right for you. It can be very confusing. No, and what's confusing for me is when we like play it out and I start to see the evidence of how I was right. Like, so we'll be mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be further along. I'll warn you about something, and then you'll see it, and then I'll be like, I warned you. You know, like if I knew that this oh, was I, right. I fucking do that all the time. And then you see the evidence of it, and then it it's like almost like it's um it's uh trying to seduce you into the fear again because it's like oh but the, but remind me of what i always say you're yeah. gonna find the evidence to what you're looking for oh yeah like if you look for evidence of how you were right about how your fear portal was actually correct like you're gonna find that evidence yeah oh, i knew it i should have fucking protected myself like i wanted to <laughs> but my fucking community wouldn't let me they wanted me to be vulnerable they wanted me to evolve I like this comfort. I like the personality I have. I don't want to have to let new people in. I don't want to have to fucking contend with other energies. I got my shit together. Everyone else is fucked up. Everyone else is the problem. Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I would take what you're saying more personally if I didn't so fully know that. I'm talking to myself. You were talking to yourself, I'm too. I'm talking to my fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, totally. That that's what's uh like it, it reminds me of um this uh, that George Carlin had a special and I love this term. He he said life is worth losing. Mm, and, yep. and 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 it's true. And just to me in the sense the way I interpret that is don't take yourself so seriously. You're on a fucking trip. It's probably been pretty predetermined by you before you took form. Mm. Don't get so fucking caught up. Don't get caught up. There's always time to just fall back into your breath, breathe, and try to bring it back into love. There's always time and space for it. But the, but the life that, that um, the illusion that we all buy into, especially in America, especially with materialism and consumerism, is worth losing. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's worth losing. It's, it's funny. It's, As you say this, I'm like, all I can think of, because this is where my brain goes, is like, Okay, what's the shortcut to reminding each other of that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, because like right now, like in our calm, spacious place, like we can say that, but it's it's like in those moments of high intensity that those reminders are the most important. But it really is kind of the beauty of it being that there is no shortcut to it. 
Yeah. Like you have to go in and through it. It's well, and it's and it's so condescending to another person to try to take them out of their fears as opposed to letting them go in and through. It's very condescending. Mm-hmm. It, you know how to get them out of there. You don't want to see it anymore, so you will deal with it. That's like totally taking away from them how real that is to them. Right. How uh, you know how hard things have been for them how this how this mechanism um is actually keeping them alive and engaged in some way so like i don't want to take that away from people like i, I always say like i don't want to be like too consequential in that way i want i would love to serve as a reminder for people of uh i don't know an alternative mm-hmm. but i'm not trying to fucking get in there and tinker around on, under someone else's hood just be a good reflection yeah so simple i mean when we talk about it yeah putting it into practice is the hard part but i think um even doing stuff like this and being honest and being vulnerable about this it um it 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 starts to integrate without you having to do anything really it just starts to integrate yeah Mm -hmm. no and i i feel I feel like there's some collective energy and I kind of feel like that's why I enjoy the practice of even talking here and the way that we do is that it's so obvious that there's like overlap in what other people go through and what we go through and when I see how the energy people are putting out and and to kind of like that's what's cool about building community is kind of there's different people who can are hitting waves at different times and then Mm. can kind of like be there for each other in in new and unconventional ways. Yeah. You know, and that's what's kind of cool about wanting to um, design the life that you want to live. And I I think that's like what our generation is really doing Mm -hmm. is saying, okay, I see your app and I want to design my own Mm -hmm. or I see your church and I want to design my own. I see your podcast and I want to design my own you know uh, the technology has allowed it allowed um, new ways of connecting and creating to be um, so much more accessible yeah and with that we're getting kind of like infinite reflections of what's possible yeah and instead of like in a moment like this being being scared of what the the quarantine and pandemic are are doing to us embracing that it is allowing for a a decentralization to go on for us not to all have to necessarily live on top of each other in cities because that's where the jobs are like we're learning that like with this technology we can spread out a little bit more we can move to places that are more in alignment with uh with our spirit mm. and and we can connect in other ways and like this is a, th- this this pandemic will have been a gift at the end you know, this this isn't to minimize the the fucking the death and destruction and the the disaster capitalism and all this stuff. But I'm I'm saying we do have an opportunity after all this to rebuild with community as the intention, as the as opposed to redoubling down on our separateness. Yeah, because because community is the antidote to all this stuff. You know, the fear at its core when you just follow it down like what is all this based on where is this even where is this emotion coming from it's it's our separateness mm-hmm. you know that that's what it's fueled by so if you're identifying with your separateness and your personality the more you do that you're the more you you're actually heading towards fear the more you identify with the, the wholeness of this experience your divinity 
other people. Totally. They are you. That's where I think you saying like you want to keep your, you want, you're not trying to pretend like you don't have fear in your life or or try to live a fearless existence. Um, But like wanting to channel that towards like creative, fruitful ventures Mm -hmm. is kind of, that's the power that we have is like, okay, I have this excess of energy, you know, and that's, I think that's what, when really stuff shifted for me as far as how I like look at things is that I think you you really made this clear to me that my anxiety is just untapped creativity, Mm -hmm. you know, that I'm like, uh, having these anxious, like, oh, I'm, I'm playing it out. And then this happens and it's going to be like this, like the worst case scenario. That's like actually a really creative space to play in. Yeah. You know, and, and it's allowed me to be a lot more compassionate towards other people who have a lot of anxiety and are like imagining the worst case scenarios. I'm like, oh, that's just mischanneled energy. Like you're, you're an artist. Yeah, totally. You're just using your creativity to uh, build a story that protects you from the world. Right. Yeah. We all do it. Totally. We have to. Totally. It seems. Totally. It seems that we have to, to get by in the system we're in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. And that's why I feel us doing this is like more of a, like, this is a, a holiday that's, that more people than us are participating in. Mm-hmm. And it, it's one of those holidays that I think that when you hear about it and it, if it resonates with you, you grab it. And that's kind of like with all good things in life, it's like, I might not be the best, I might not be the best church going Christian, but on Christmas, I, you know, st- exchange gifts with my family and tell them I love them and get in the holiday spirit and the whole thing. Go to church, cry for Jesus a little bit. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Probably would have been a church this year if it, if it was possible. Yeah. If it wasn't for edibles, we probably would have gone. Oh <laughs> but we ate too much edibles and we were like, should we go to midnight mass? And we're both just faded. Man, there was church this year. I guess there was if you wear a mask. Oh, I didn't even think about that, actually. I forgot about that. Yeah. There might not have been. There had to have been. There had to have been. It depends where you live, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it was a, definitely um, a wild holiday, but, like, also a lot of fun. A lot of fun to be like, wow, we have homies that want to do this with us. Mm-hmm. Like, what a gift. And to hear other people be like, yo, that lightened my load. Because as much as I'm saying that, like, we had to do the dance within fear and it wasn't like an easy week for us or whatever, um, I still feel lighter. Like, I feel like doing that, the ceremony of burning your fears and having friends posting them burning their fears and us kind of all like supporting each other in this act of burning our fears that it's just a reminder of what our priorities are. So when the fears come up, we're like, I torched you, motherfucker. What mm. the hell are you still doing here? Yeah. Oh, you must need me. You must really fucking need me. Yeah. You and... want to take human form, you little fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. So it, it's like, it's, it's, I'm fucking so psyched about that energy mm. Mm. and what else is possible. Yeah. You know. That was definitely um, of of, and we do fear and desire inventories from time to time, and but we've and we've done this holiday before, but that was the most fears I had written out, that was for sure, for sure. So to me, that's that's like a, that's a sign of me getting to know myself more, because mm-hmm. in the past I would try to, I would sit down to write it, and it's almost like kind of like you. I was like, I know I have fears, but like I I don't really like. 
what are they based on? And I would write like one or two things. This year I had like 12 things written down. Like I was getting a little bit more specific about it. And like, of course, like I have a fear of, uh, you know, my, my family has coronavirus right now. It yeah. scares the shit out of me. My little sister, Caitlin, who has epilepsy, who has no immune system. That's why she has epilepsy. Got fucking coronavirus somehow. That's definitely the My element. parents had it. That's what we were trying to fucking avoid this whole time. We didn't even care if we got it. We just didn't want my parents and Caitlin to get it. That was the elephant. That's the elephant in the room of think of everything we're talking about is like we had this one eleven ceremony. Wake up the next morning. It's like yeah. Your parents are like, we have it. We have coronavirus. Caitlin's been running fever for eight days. It's it's fucking crazy, you know. And I, I didn't even tell anyone about that. I didn't want to fucking give anybody anything else to worry about. But but that elephant in my room made everything else seem. Like other people's stuff that was going on in the moment, little little conflicts within moments. I was just like, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Fucking play it out. Sure, play out your drama. <laughs> what do you What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I'm I'm dealing with my own. I am walking a fucking tightrope right now. You want me to be on yours, and you're shaking it. Why? <laughs> you know. So I, like, I definitely have fear of um, like like health concerns like that, losing people. Mm -hmm. unexpectedly I've, I've had trauma with that of course that's it's what we're all dealing with robert anton wilson says fear of death is um oh what is it fear of death is the first form of slavery it's the beginning of slavery yes fear of death is the beginning of slavery so like that's it i mean a lot of that stuff like a, a lot of the stuff um you know i wrote down financial insecurity uh any any kind of like sexual insecurities i have i just wrote girls in all caps. I like I don't even know what that meant. It just came out of me. I was just like girls. It's like it scares me. They have they, they, there's power there. Obviously. You yeah, you, you probably should have written that one too. You should be scared. <laughs> you should be scared. <laughs> scared of me especially. <laughs> well, it's probably more um just kind of a rejection of of the divine feminine taking over my life, you know. <laughs> yeah, I want to have some masculinity and some structure and and a plan and all this stuff and you know, the, some of this flowiness <laughs> lately is like spooks me out. Yeah, but you're the the, the number one water boy. I yeah. am. I'm a water baby. I'm a surfer. Mhm. Mm I'm a turtle. Damn. I like turtles. <laughs> okay. Remember that kid? I like turtles. Yeah. Yeah. He has like the face makeup on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kid's a legend. Man, prayer of protection for your family. Yeah. Anyone hearing this, um, if, if you're if you're the praying type, send one out for uh, the dunce. Kathy, Jack, and Caitlin up there in Peekskill. Yeah. And no prayer for everyone else who's fucking going through this shit right now and yeah. has... Um, come in contact with this fucking virus that just can't seem to stop and we can't seem to get together to stop it so mm -hmm. and why because we're, we're scared because <laughs> we're scared and and we're like no our separateness our rights our our individuality and it's like hey man like three weeks of cooperation collective cooperation could probably end this but you know can't go there I know it's so crazy. Everybody is everybody is so desperate to feel oppressed that they'll use they, they, people white people who have never fucking dealt with real oppression are like this is oppression. I have to wear a fucking thing over my 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 mouth to to protect other people. Fuck that. I'm a person too, and I I, I want to do whatever. I want. Three weeks of cooperation. Three weeks. That's what New Zealand did. I know they paid their people to stay home for three weeks. You did not fucking see goddamn 
widespread uh, anti-masking protests, all this shit. It's like, dude, well, it was we got to cooperate with each other for three weeks. We have to transcend our uh, the illusion of separateness, work together to defeat this thing. It's something we could have a fucking global celebration about for a decade if we slayed this thing. And we just can't go there. Well, I want to blame the individuals who are like being anti-maskers. No, but blame the system that produced that feeling. I mean, them. it was like a total failure of um, like government oversight or the people who knew what was going on, totally. what was going on. It was, it was the, fa- the failure happened on so many levels. But what's interesting is like it's a perfect um, metaphor for fear because mm-hmm. people are so afraid that they're going to get, you know, force vaccinated or whatever that they're playing it out Mm -hmm. to the place where they're manifesting their fears so they don't wear the mask Uh it's like we wouldn't even maybe need the vaccine if we could all just like get on the same page about wearing the mask but they think that's an agent of control and they can't consent to it and so because they're scared that they're going to get forced vaccinated and microchipped and i'm like you're literally now the reason that they're going to be force vaccinated and microchipping people that's great and and who's behind that the media Fuck them all, myself included. (laughs) The the, the media is behind that because they're playing us like fucking puppets. Yeah. You know, you watch one channel and it's like everything, there's two sides and we're on one side and everything the other side is stupid. And then you watch another channel and it's like there's two sides and, and everyone on the other side is stupid and everything they do. And it's like there is so much more nuance. There's so much more connectedness. There's, there's so much we have in common that doesn't get focused on and they perpetuate those the the sense of separateness in us Mm. because it makes us better consumers Mm -hmm. but this is also what it does and that's that's the irony of it is that they want us all individuated to the point where we're scared and just working our asses off and then this thing comes along and we can't do that and we're so individuated we won't cooperate that it's going to collapse the economy that they're trying to keep up with all this fucking hypnotic bullshit to begin with right does any of that make sense makes a lot of sense okay I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. No, I, I think, yeah, I think it's just so revealing, which is kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a reminder because you see it. Pl- it's so easy to see other people's fears play out than your own, you know? So you might as well learn mm-hmm. from other how other people interact with their fears. Yeah. Like I might as well learn from how you navigate fear yeah. and try to do it differently myself. Mm-hmm. You know, because when, when I'm in my own fear chamber, it's a, it's hard to see the outside. Greg, I think, just posted, or someone posted today um, just about how you can't think your way out of a cage of thoughts, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of fear. Fear is like, it feels like thoughts are, the, if, are fear food. Yeah. Fear fuel. Yeah, you totally, know? totally. I can see, sometimes I'll see it on you for days at a time. Just that little, that little extra you know, sense of concern on you. And I'm like, oh, you're crunching numbers. You're trying to think the thought that solves whatever our current issue is. And that's not what it's going to come from. Yeah. I have but, some bizarre fears right now. Yeah. Come on. No, no. I mean, it's like. Maybe we, on the afterglow. No, <laughs> they're not even like, they're so small. They're like, my dad's really particular about me, like making sure I don't fuck this thing up. And I'm like, I think I fucked the thing up that he doesn't want me to fuck up. And it's like, it's stupid stuff like that. That's, that's his fear. And then you took it on. You got infected with it. You know, that's a good one. <laughs> it's like it, so small, but I'm like, I'm fearful that, 
you know, you start to be fearful of like, oh, this is going to take up future energy. And you're so worried about all the future energy that it's going to take up that you let it take up energy now. And it's like we invest in it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you're you're investing in your fear. That's for sure. Yeah. That's that, for sure. Yeah. I need a little superpower that's like, ooh, like, why isn't there like a, I mean, I guess, is that what anti-anxiety meds do? Do they like allow you to just like be like. Well, you, you know better than me. Why don't you tell? Why don't you talk about that time you did take one? Oh, the time I took a Xanax, and I think yeah. it saved my life. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think we talk shit about a lot of these these tools um, because they're they're so abused, and we've seen them ruin so many lives. But like, you were fucking losing your mind when we were in Vegas, and like, it was just it was all too much. And I understand why. I, I totally understand why. Yeah, I was managing a lot. And I mm-hmm. feel like maybe disappointing people in the process or whatever, just you kind of get too deep where you've made one mistake and then you just, yeah. it's like. That's your jugular when you feel like you really disappointed somebody or you let somebody down or something like that. And we were out in Vegas. We had just made this movie Cam Girls and we were premiering it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it should have been just like a fun time, but you were managing a lot with like. Yeah, trying to get links out to the Kickstarter people, trying to let the girls coordinate with the girls who are in the film, having to navigate telling letting telling the girls, certain girls like you didn't make the final cut yeah and, and we then, had filmed with so many girls that i wasn't like super engaged with each of them throughout the process i was just trying to get the film finished rather yeah. than like communicating with like hey we didn't use that much of the footage yeah and that's i mean those are just the pitfalls of being a one-man team yeah um and a couple of the girls got on the phone with you and just laid into you and you just got infected and and ran with it and it was a lot it was too much for your heart to handle yeah, and maybe I could have handled it better if I had just, like, had the time and space to um, go in and through it. And I don't know that I made the right choice, but I know that, like, I had like I had to collect myself. And yeah. I tried to go to the hospital, and then you go to the hospital, and they're like, yo, people, other people have real problems. But if you think you're having an anxiety attack and need to stay here, um, you're going to have to stay overnight. And then you're like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, let's get out of here. Like, I'll do anything for you. And luckily our friend had a Xanax and you took it and you just mellowed out. It, the thing about taking a Xanax that I think is such a gift and that like the reason it's like such a beautiful tool, but shouldn't be abused is it allowed me out of the, the fear chamber. Mm -hmm. Like it was a pill that allowed me out of the fear chamber and having that, you know, five hours, eight hours, 12 hours of relief or whatever it ended up being. I never went back fully into that anxiety. Interesting. I shortly after that did five grams of mushrooms by myself, mm-hmm. which really allowed me to, uh, I haven't had a panic attack since then. And, and that was five years ago. I did have other panic attacks, like anxiety attacks after I took that Xanax. And then I took five grams of mushrooms and that's like, you get the you get the huge epiphany that it's okay you're yeah. like you're like oh some divine spirit tells you that it's okay and then you go deeper into the hell realm but you still remember that it's okay even yeah. if you did that yeah is it like an, a curative epiphany totally there's no epiphanies going on with xanax it's just relief it. yeah it's just, just relief yeah and people need relief oh yeah yeah, yeah. And, and that should be an option like people should be allowed to take xanax or yeah. get xanax but as far as like what's responsible and wh- how can you move through this where you don't become um, dependent on something. I think there's alternatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know one how we end up talking about this. One of the alternatives is, is uh, changing your lifestyle a little bit and, and trying to manage stress and taking a hard look at uh, the creative potential that was fueling the anxiety and where that could be channeled. Totally. And that's, that's I think, I'm saying totally so much, but I think that... Totally. Totally. Fucking totally. Totally. But um, that's exactly what Xanax allows, allowed me to do is like, okay, I need to even get a grip on this mm. and have that relief in order to do that. I need a lighter. Do we have one? Do you see one in here? Mm. Yeah, right here. Oh, thank you, baby. Yeah. We have an after show called Afterglow that's on our Patreon. It's exclusive on there. You could pay any amount, patreon.com slash churchofchill. Pay any amount. Get access to the Church of Chill radio show. Good vibes. Good fucking vibes. And this little afterglow show we're doing. Totally. Which has been <laughs> wild. <laughs> the last episode we did with Mare, I was like, fuck. I just sat back and let you guys do your thing. I was like, wow, we're getting uh, super revealing here. This is crazy. Yeah, no, it was fun. It's my kind of shit. I normally think I'm the one pushing for that, but y'all ran with it. And I was like, all right, this is cool. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Shout out to Mare. She's the best. Our last podcast with her. Fucking killer. Oh, the best. I mean, it kind of feels like silly to do a podcast after that one. Cause I'm like, <laughs> that was so good. It was so good. And uh, we just scratched the surface with her too. That was, that was just like intro to Mare. Totally. And um, shout out to all our buddies we did 111 with. Shout out to everyone who uh, joined us in burning the fears and making that a more powerful portal to people who are learning how to uh who are collaborating on how we decorate it um so you're doing shout outs i'm just listening <laughs> i'm just making sure you're okay i'm fine i just took a big hit okay <laughs> it's my xanax uh, <laughs> totally we just did a fear podcast that's cool um yeah i mean i guess every now and then you gotta go there yeah yeah i think most of our podcasts are love podcasts yeah i think this was a love podcast even within the context of fear so mm -hmm. this is fun yeah you're 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 just you're shutting it down no well you started to shut it down because i was just shouting out our thing but it's cool we could wrap this up if you want I'm down for whatever we have another show to do Got it exactly. That's kind of how I felt about it. I was like, "All right, cool." Where we get uh, even more personal and more vulnerable. We listen to music on that show, which is chill. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. That's like uh, that. That show is like, it's like backstage. It's like it's like we played a show backstage, and then we're just smoking with our friends and chilling out, shooting the shit, talking about aliens and fucking weird ass, I don't know, pyramids and shit. <laughs> right on. <laughs> We're building a pyramid at Space Camp this year. I said that on one of the podcasts. I don't even remember saying that on a podcast. And one of our homies, Donovan, shout out to Donovan, was like, I've built 70 pyramids. This is happening. I know how to do it. We'll do it. And it's, it's fucking, it's going to be great. Well, it's just becoming so clear to me that Space Camp is uh, uncontainable. and Most things are. Yeah. it's uh, It'll be interesting to see how that blossoms and where that goes. Because mm -hmm. it, it's not... It's going to, like kind of 111, you can't just like hold it in one container. It's going to yeah. have many homes and many uh, 
portals that, yeah. it, that it lives upon. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's part of what we're doing is like uh, relinquishing control. I don't, I, I, it is a, it is a goal of my life because I've seen it. I've seen it in my family. I've seen it in my immediate family control freaks. I don't, I don't vibe with that energy. I do not vibe with that energy. I don't want to become one of those people. It creates like an aura of uptightness that, that I don't like. And you know, what's a, you know, what's a fucking dead giveaway that someone's a control freak. You can't make them laugh. Mm. Mm-hmm. And even further, you know how, you know, when, when it's really bad is, you know, someone's really bad control freak is when they're getting upset with you for being humorous or for trying to make them laugh. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Because things are so tightly controlled in their universe that they don't allow space for that kind of thing. Well, that, I feel like that's what happens to all of us when we get in, when we infect ourselves with fear and that runs the show, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We all, we all play our part in wanting to control other people and, mm-hmm. and the circumstances in order to, uh, be happy and carefree. And yeah. it's kind of like laughable. Mm. Oh, you want to hear McKenna say something about fear? Yeah. This will be good. Let's smoke one and listen to McKenna for a second. Fear is has many aspects, but one aspect of it is it has a chemistry. And the chemistry of fear is fairly short term. You've probably all experienced driving on the freeway and somebody cuts right in front of you and there is a, a, it feels like your body temperature must rise about five degrees in about a third of a second. It's an incredibly fast chemistry that goes on there. And then in about five seconds, you fall back down to within normal parameters. the one way to deal with fear is sit still and wait. In other words, the psychedelic terror is usually fairly unfocused. It is simply raw terror. Well, just sit still and shut up and watch the chemicals in your mind tear those molecules apart. And rarely can the fear sustain itself more than five or ten minutes because it has to, it has the force of a blow, but then you can, you can sustain the blow and chemical equilibrium returns. The other thing, and this is great, very good advice, don't forget it, it's hard for Western people to keep it on their plate, uh, sing. Sing. The way we relate to terror is we crunch, clench, withdraw, and hunch over in some kind of fetal position, like you're being beat on. What you want to do is is sit up straight, straighten your spinal column, open your air passages, and begin to cycle oxygen through. And if you sing uh, in a very few minutes, the chemical foundations of the fear will be will be washed away. So that's very practical. So the per- mantra. It doesn't matter. Mantra, yantra, you know, everything becomes profound on psychedelics. I mean, I tend toward row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. <laughs> 
you could hear the fear in that woman who asked that question's voice. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she's so terrified that she, she's like, I need answers. Yeah. Like, okay, what, what, what is specifically the mantra? Like, she doesn't know. Yeah. Like, she doesn't know. It's so, it's, it's really cute when we don't think we know and we need other people to get in on it with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute. We're, humans are so adorable. Yeah. We're just in the fucking cosmic gauntlet of soup, and yeah, it's kind of crazy out here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking wild. It's wild. Life is fucking crazy. Yeah, and, and like all, all, all I'm trying to do is like settle more into that loving awareness, that point of awareness that's bearing witness to it all, to it all, that is here to evolve this soul. That's it. Do my thing, evolve the soul, make art, make love, have fun. Amen. Amen. Aho. I. No, no, we got to do this right. You forget it every time. Ready? Okay. Aho. Amen. I. Whoop, whoop. Ooh. I had already said amen, so that's what happened. I know. You like to fucking blow your load. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. It's a very eight podcast. Sean and Cass. Join us on Afterglow, patreon.com slash church of chill for a little more. Peace and love. Peace and love.